When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Ooh. Start it up, dude. Ooh. You alright? Yeah, man. What's that? Ooh. I, I don't just like kind of. It's ASMR. Oh. What does that stand for again? Uh. All. Audio sexy, sensory. all sexy mouth uh, recordings. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's that is pretty ASMR. Ooh yeah. Anyway, this is what you're paying for. <laughs> um, that's a very special episode. Well, what am I saying? A, it oh, is I a got, very I got the password to get in. Oh, you get you're in all now. Right, all right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it. Hold First on. off, let me address. Uh, I could have sworn that we recorded a bonus Q and A for the month of May, right before I left on tour. But I guess I was wrong. You know what? It probably was. We probably recorded April's really late in the month. And yeah. then when I was planning our, you know, okay, Kyle, we got to get together and do this many episodes before I leave, I probably thought in the back of my head, oh, well, we've already done the Q&A. We, we beefed something, so yeah. I don't know what happened. But, guys, uh, thanks for your patience. We're not – it's not a scam. We're not trying to uh, <laughs> rip you off your $4 a month by uh, taking your money and then not giving you what we promised. It was an accident. We're stupid. But uh, here we are. We're going to make up for it today with another – Another fun time Q and A. How you doing, buddy? I'm good now. Well, now I'm now I'm trying to get into the pay. I can't even get into our own Patreon account. No? So really, if you think it's a scam, did she send I, you the passwords? No, she did, and they're not working. I just don't know how any of this. All right, I did it. Hold on, come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys for listening to this, for being patrons. Uh, we appreciate the hell out of the support, man. And, you know, tell a friend. And thanks for listening to the regular show. Word of mouth. T- 
tell your buddies if you like the stupid shit that we're doing. And spread the word. Well, yeah. What, what's what's going on with you other than you want to move to Joshua Tree? Yeah, man. I uh, I didn't talk about it on the episode last week, but uh, you want to get out? Yeah, I got to move, man. I got to get out. Not like immediately. I'm not having some sort of midlife crisis. But uh, I've been in L.A. Uh, almost eight years now, and uh, I think if, I think I've about had enough. And I'm not like leaving L.A. and quitting comedy or anything. I just uh, I need an escape route. And uh, I think uh, I think I'm gonna try to get a little spot at some point out in the desert, and then kind of kind of commute back and forth as needed to L.A. to handle my business. I was talking to Katie about it. She has almost no interest in living out there. She's, well, she's it's the average male. temperature is well over 100 degrees throughout the summer, mm-hmm. which the summer there goes from about now until October. <laughs> So I love it though, man. I just love the desert. I've never growing up in the southeast, you know, desert was such a foreign concept to me. And then uh since I moved out here, you know, just being sur- well, I mean, LA is essentially a desert, but like being surrounded, you know, being 2 hours drive in almost any direction will get you to a cool desert. Uh man, I've just really grown to love it. I it's, just like it, the solitude well, like how quiet it's it is. it's got a little spookiness. Yeah. It's got a little something. It's got a little. Uh, people underestimate it. You know, it's it's pretty lifeless. Yeah, I get it. It's kind of bleak. But I, I like that. I like the bleakness. Me too. I like I like just being like, all right, everything's scorched earth. Yeah, I'm gonna sit here and uh, yeah, this is good. This is a good landing spot mm-hmm. for anything else that if you're flying over a planet. Yeah, you go. Oh, we could probably. Nothing's going to bother us there. Yeah, and I'd be lying if I said uh, the mystique and aura of all the UFO sightings that uh, happened in the Mojave <laughs> Desert wasn't uh, part of the reason that it's pulling me out there. I mean, yeah, man. I would love to just sit out on my back deck every night and just just watch the skies. Appointment television. What did you call it? Appointment television? Appointment viewing would have been a better term. Appointment viewing? Well, that's what, what they it? call like, you know... If you watch, if you follow a show, like every Monday I watch the new blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? It's appointment television. Or I never appointment. heard that. Yeah. I never heard that term. Yeah. It's not as prevalent now with streaming and DVRs, but, you know, well, back in the day, you know, Thursday night, NBC. That's must, that was must-see TV. Yeah, must-see TV. <coughs> that was, uh, you know, you had Seinfeld and Friends. Mm-hmm. I remember when it was, che- what was John after Cheers? This is not what anybody wants yeah, to hear. That's not really where I was going with uh, this, but that's fine. We got Q and A's. Uh-huh. But yeah, I want right, to move don't desert, we? Man. I really I really want to move. I, I get a spot the, out there. Uh, we'll we'll have to move uh move, move the annex out there. You come out to me. Come hang out at my spot. We'll, the learning yeah, the whole uh, annex the whole desert, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's 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 do some of these. Let's do it, man. Uh Jake Gibbs says, fellas, every now and again, Dave drops a little nugget about some massive pop culture thing that he somehow skipped entirely. Raiders of the Lost Ark comes to mind. Like, how the shit is Dave, of all people, not seeing Indiana Jones? I'm, I, I agree, Jake. Still haven't seen it. Still. Buddy, what are, you, what are you doing with your day? I'm doing, doing cool You stuff. got a new fun dog that yeah. just wants to sit there with you. Yeah. Sit there with that dog, watch Indiana Jones. I, I need to do that. I know. I need to do that. Which one's the first... Is it just Indiana? Raiders of the Lost Ark? Okay, and there's three originals, right? Uh, and I know there's they Raiders, really Temple one. of Doom, and Last Crusade. And then I know and, they did one like a couple years ago. Yeah, that one. I, I never that, care don't, about. Don't worry about that. All right, one. so I, I need to see those first three. All uh, right. They're saying also what was so what obvious things. Uh, 
Jake says, what obvious things do you not have an excuse that you skipped? Um, I I have a lot. Last night I got I, I went to the Magic Castle mm-hmm. and I came home and I sat down. I was like, what? I just like I finally got over the point of like you know you get lost watching Netflix, just skipping through. Like, what am I going to see? What am I going to see? Yeah. And instead of flipping through, I'm like, Coal Miner's Daughter. You haven't seen it? Started? You seen that? No. Of course. Why would I have ever seen Coal Miner's Daughter? <laughs> why would I ever seen a, a, a movie from 1980 about Loretta Lynn? Well, I love Loretta Lynn. Well, I love country yeah, music. Yeah, so but I you're a hillbilly. That, I forget that something. That was stuff. your Raiders of the Lost Ark for where you grew up. <laughs> Actually, it'd be more your Temple of Doom because they do have to go through a mine. There's a whole thing with a, with a mine ship. Uh, no, I, so I was like, I'm going to watch this because I was like, all right, Sissy SpaceX always good. This, this is like her Carrie era. Yeah. Tommy Lee uh, Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. That motherfucker's been 62 <laughs> in every single movie. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. motherfucker was old in 1980. Yeah. I remember looking, I'm like, you're supposed to be, this guy's supposed to be fresh home from the army. <laughs> this dude looks like, it, like in two years, he's ready to, like, look for the fugitive. Yeah. And then whatever else he's been in. Haggard. That guy just, that guy just. Old, like deep wrinkles. It's like he's been watching food cook in the oven with the door open. Like, what's <laughs> what are you doing, man? What are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's just one of those old-looking dudes, yeah. man. But I fell asleep right away. But I started it because I was like, "What? Well, I'm going to skip around." Mm-hmm. Oh, but maybe I'll watch this again. Like, just start something. Yeah. yeah. Stop acting like it's so precious. I'm telling this to myself. Yeah. But I, uh, classic books, I've missed a lot. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Your library's kind of thin. Well, I'll read books, but but it's never... Yeah. I'll get caught... For books, I always like, well, I want it to be educational. I, don't, I won't read fiction books, mm-hmm. which is dumb. That is dumb, but I'm kind of that way. I, I've read so much more uh, nonfiction than I have fiction. I read a lot of the airport books, mm-hmm. you know, like when like their limited selection to airport, and it's yeah. always like... the. Some Malcolm Gladwell mm-hmm. pseudo intellectual stuff that you look cool reading, but yeah. I'm not comprehending any of it. <clears throat> but there, I mean, uh, as far as movies, a lot of classic horror movies mm-hmm. uh, that I know uh, I've never seen. Evil Dead. You've never no, seen Evil Dead. No, That's man. a good one. I like Evil. Dead. I know that. I know. I like Army oh, of Darkness man. better, but Evil Dead's solid. It's, yeah, it's, uh, or Army of Darkness Bruce is the one Campbell. you're supposed to see. Yeah, right. And then. Um, I got to see the new It. Not that that's like a classic, mm-hmm. but everybody's been going nuts about it. But that, yeah, I, it's it, like it's an embarrassing list of things I haven't seen. You've seen The Godfathers, right? I saw The Godfathers. I think I saw what? You, what's three? The one you skip? Three's not very good, but yeah. one and two are classics. Yeah, I think I watched those a few years ago. Finally, um, but we were watching. We started watching like all the Pixar movies here, or Disney like classic Disney movies. I haven't like, right. seen any of those. They're great, especially the Pixar movie. We, sure we started are. watching the Toy Stories. Oh, yeah, buddy, I saw the, that one. Yeah, yeah, because the, the fourth thing. one's coming out soon. Yeah. But, uh, man, it, it's the example that Jake says. Like, if Kyle had never seen Rad. Oh, I've seen Rad. Um, But I'm try- now trying to think of it like it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. that Like, I tried to watch Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. I kept falling asleep. I've never seen that. I know it's that's uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. You know, sci-fi. Sci-fi. I, I probably haven't seen it. Yeah. I probably skipped out on a lot of the sci-fi stuff. I don't think I've ever seen a whole episode of Star Trek. I've never seen any of Star Trek. My dad, that was his thing. I just, I don't, I just didn't care. Yeah. 
Um, and I should. I like space. I like all that stuff. Something about the Futurama theme song. I can't turn it off fast enough. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't care. I know that that show's good. When I've seen it in my peripheral, when I've watched you know two minutes at a time of it, I'm like, oh, those are a lot of jokes. Real funny. But I just can't sit down and watch. And I, I, kind of, I know it's blasphemy. I don't give a shit about The Simpsons anymore. I loved it when I was younger. Yeah, but I—I I mean, I just grew tired of it. I watch classic. Well, well, Rachel and I don't have a lot of crossover with what we'll watch, but if we're just throwing the Simpsons on like the random, mm-hmm. like all right, yeah. But I'm not going to watch. What is that sound? I have no idea. <laughs> that was You're like a. I think somebody's like got a hose or something next. Okay, to it sounded. But it sounded inside. Yeah. See that's th- that's a problem with how, trying to think you're haunted, but you live in an apartment. It's like, no, man, it's neighbors. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, but that sounded like it was in the. It room. did sound like it was right over there. Well, plus we got one of these when we had the Alexa in here. Fuck that thing. Oh, you got rid of it. It's somewhere. Good. Oh, but now there's this other speaker. There's always something listening to you now. We uh, Katie bought a uh, smart TV. Oh, and, I got yeah, and now. Like, she was hooking up all the apps, and she's like, oh, look, we have Alexa. I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, don't. And she's like, what? And like, I had to explain. You don't want to talk to your TV? No, I don't want Alexa in my house. That dumb old bitch can get out of here. Take a hike, you dumb old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not supposed to call people bitches, but there's something so poetic it's a about, robot. about dumb old bitch. And look, it's look a, at that dumb old bitch. And it's a robot. Now uh-huh. you're not going to get your orders on time. That's true. Um... um that's a great all right, question. All right. This this is I could go on like the, yeah. uh, sadly the list. But I'll, I don't know what I'm doing with my time where people are like you what, you didn't see all this? You didn't watch all the Game of Thrones? You're like never seen Game of Thrones? No, and, and me neither. And but I'm like I'm trying to wonder like what am I doing with my time? Like I'm not saying I'm like I'm activity filled. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely, you know. Well, speaking of movies, like and I haven't really noticed this till right now, thinking about it. But I, I don't watch a lot of movies anymore. I, mm. I don't know if it's just I don't have the patience for them, or I, I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't. I mean, I watch a little bit here and there, but like, I don't know. I remember like in my twenties, like, uh, I don't know. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with like you said, crossover with who you're living with or who you're yeah. dating. But in my twenties, I had this gal, and we had very similar uh, interest. So it was kind of a collective thing. We're like, you know, oh, we gotta explore all these different genres and all these different directors and blah blah blah. So it was kind of a uh, a team. But now Katie and I have almost zero crossover. Like, well, and that's uh, fine. You know, I, I don't put too much uh, stock into like common interest when it comes to a mate. I think there's you need to think deeper than that. But uh, but yeah, it is nice when you know you are kind of into mm. the same thing. We have almost zero crossover, so it's just like I think we don't watch a lot of stuff together because it's exhausting trying to decide on something we both there's like. A, yeah, and there's such an old man gripe, but there's just so much out there. Like I would watch a movie because even if it was cable TV, I'd be like, oh man, this movie's on mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. 
Like if you didn't have DVR or something, yeah, oh, I gotta sit, must sit and watch this movie. Came yeah, because it's the only chance you're gonna have for a while. Yeah, and then with DVR, I filled up my DVR. I never watched shit on DVR because I'm like, well, I got it saved, so I'm gonna watch garbage. Yeah, when I had cable, I got rid of cable. I'm like, I remember like when I moved in here, I'm like, I'm looking at all my stuff. I'm like I never watched any of this stuff on the DVR. Mm-hmm. Like a like you know super hoarder of all this stuff. Like yeah. oh, I'm never gonna see it again. Couldn't tell you one thing that was on there right really? now, which is clearly a sign that it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Silliness. And, Full silliness. And I think just the fact that maybe you touched on something there, like the fact that we have access to so much, I think that it makes it lose its appeal. Decision fatigue. Like, no, I can watch this whenever because it's on Netflix or it's on whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of shit. Uh, off the top of my head, like classic movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of like the uh, – I don't know why I was thinking about this actor the other day, but Dustin Hoffman. Like none of his early like classics. I've never seen Midnight Cowboy. I've never seen The Graduate, and I've never seen Tootsie. Um, Those are like three big movies from that era that I've never seen. That was one of the things when I did have cable because instead of having to look for something, mm-hmm. it would come up, and I'd be like, oh, that's a movie I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Not either DVR or like I would watch it. Like, hey, you haven't seen the watch it now. Yeah. Whereas now, if I'm sure, I like I'm not. I don't know what to look for. Yeah. When it was presented to me, it's one of those like I'll try new food. If somebody's like, let's go to this restaurant, I'm happy to sit down and pick out some new food. But yeah. I'm here by myself. Like, what do you want to eat? Pizza or Indian food? Huh? Or Indian food or pizza? Yeah, can't go wrong with those. Pho. Get some pho, Indian food, or pizza. <laughs> and it's just because I don't, I got that's my Rolodex. Yeah. But hey, we're going to this restaurant. Great. Cool. I'm going to try this thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we answered it. But yeah, sorry. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know about, Jake. Um, Joel Micah Harris asked. Joel Micah Harris, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, is the dude, the uh, really talented artist that turned us into uh, Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, sweet. Yeah, very cool. Mine's he on, just asked. What's in your go bag? And that's a great question. And it's funny that you asked that because just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago I was I was rearranging my go bag. Go bag meaning you're get the shit out of town, the shit's hit the fan, let's grab one bag mm-hmm. full of shit and go. Uh I got I got a gun in there now. You got a firearm? I'm a I don't know if I've mentioned that. I'm a, I'm a gun owner now. I used to be a multiple gun owner. Then I took a little break, but I got a gun now. What'd you get? Uh, I inherited my dad's pistol. Uh, okay. Um, just it's just a little simple three eighty. Yeah. Just, you know, not super powerful, but enough. Uh, I'm thinking about trying to. I used to be big into Glocks. I want a Glock yeah. forty cal. I used to carry one of those. Actually, I had two. I had the big one and the little one. And sold them. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I got a gun now. Go the gun range today. Uh, so in, in my little duffel bag, I got the gun. I got a couple knives. I got a couple of mag lights, big hardy flashlights. Mm-hmm. I got uh, six cans of tuna fish, a <laughs> uh, gallon of water, and some flares. So that's just my real okay. basic starter kit. I need to add to that. I uh, I don't have it. Uh, I just have my garage, but I have two uh, two roto packs of water. Mm-hmm. One wrote up. I think they're two and a half gallons each, so I got about five gallons That's of water. Great. I got. I just filled up. I don't know. I was reading about earthquakes again, or I was listening to some podcast. I was listening to a podcast called. Um, it's called the Big One. It's about how it. Every so often, somebody will start getting nuts about how L.A. and California in general is yeah. overdue. Is that what it's all about? The impending big one. Yeah, and what happens, okay. and how. Even if it's not, just how do you get like? Just imagine having to get across town without a car. 
through chaos. I mean, listen, the Jeep's recreational and everything, but also part of the reason buying that is like you get a fucking bump in your street from an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your Prius isn't getting out of town. No, no. So there's a little bit yeah. to that. I mean, most of it is just douchebaggery, yeah. and it's a big, stupid, fun car. It's a nice little but perk. Some of it's like, all right, you got to get the fuck out. That there, we got that. So I got, I just filled up my gas roto pack. So I got two and a half gallons of gas. I should be better about keeping a full tank in the car, but I got so much camping stuff that I know which bins to grab. So I got, mm-hmm. it's more like I know I got an axe and a BB gun sitting right next to each other, and then I got a bunch of freeze dried food, mm-hmm. like camp camp food stuff. Yeah. When that, yeah, I got a I got a jet boil stove and a bunch of fire stuff. So I know which like which big like a uh, bin. I don't yeah. not. Not top. I don't know what they call those things, but those rubber made. Yeah, those rubber made bins, which are garbage, by the way. Those things suck, man. Lids cracked immediately. Yeah, they do warp. Are you getting the rubber made brand? I got got some. I thought I got rubber made brand. I don't know. Those things. Some of them are better. Shit, right away. Either way, uh, so I got. I know what to. I know everything's in one place, but it's not the one bag thing. Yeah. But here's an axe. Here's my BB gun rifle, which that thing. I mean, it's not going to kill a person, but it'll mm-hmm. go. I put a hole in one of the garbage, one of these like city garbage cans. Oh yeah, like, that's thick plastic. Yeah. I knows. And it was underneath the drains, so it filled up with water, so the truck couldn't pick it up. And they just kept. I just had trash stew out there for three weeks. And, and you shot a hole in it to drain it. Yeah, I shot a hole in the <laughs> bottom of it. From I mean, I was I was about. I mean, what do you think from here to the the corner of the room is? Uh, that's about uh, twenty five feet. So that was maybe thirty feet, mm-hmm. and it easily went through that thick garbage can plastic. Mm-hmm. So that, as my buddy put it, he's like, "It's enough to kill a squirrel. <laughs> if you need you need some protein like that, you'll get a bird or a squirrel." Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely kill a squirrel or a bird with that. So that's what I got going on. Are those the ones that we uh, took camping and, and shot with? Yeah, same ones I got. Yeah, that pistol's worthless. I mean, it's silly, it's but fun. it's fun. But it's not ain't the name for shit, and it's I don't think that would. You could watch the BB float out of the end of it. Like I don't think that's going to hurt much anything. Here's a good question. Tim Param asked, uh, inspired by my recent drunken fall on the stairs, which gave me a broken foot. What's each of you guys guys's worst mm-hmm. injury? It's a good question. You ever had uh, a, a bad injury? From drunk? Just anything in general. I'm assuming that's what he means. Drunk, I jumped off a fence and separated my collarbone from my shoulder. Ooh, really? Yeah, my collarbone sticks up an inch right here. Oh. And that my arm's shorter now because of it. How old were you when see, you did that? See, my, my left arm's yeah. an inch shorter than my right arm. Interesting. I don't know, I was about twenty, just drunk. We were just like backyard wrestling idiots, and I was like body slam, and I jumped off the top of a fence. Nobody was there, hmm. and so yeah, that hurt. I uh, never broke a bone, yeah. knock on wood. Um, but that one, that one hurt the worst because that's you know breathing, coughing, farting, anything. Your shoulder like that, like, and there's nothing they could do. I just had a sling. Mm-hmm. Can't put a cast on it. Mm-hmm. That's like I've bruised ribs. Yeah, and that's I've like, cracked ribs. You cracked? I, I'm never. I don't know if I've cracked them or not, but I cracked one <laughs> on film, on tape, doing a sketch, doing a 
had kind of a pilot deal with Comedy Central for like a web series. Yeah. The the old Beards of Comedy did. Uh-huh. And uh, film just one of the sketches, I get thrown out of my van in New York <laughs> City. So I, I throw myself out of the van and I land right on the curb and it like Fuck. cracked two ribs. The, I did that. I was pulling up to Nate Craig's Fourth of July party. We we we, were, we had a hotel in Marine Del Rey. So when we brought bikes, we were riding bikes over there. I'm like, oh man, I'll go over the bars. I might be a Max bike. I'm like, go, I'll go over the bars in front of the party. You know, onto, onto the lawn. Yeah, I could take that. I yeah, did that shit yesterday. Um, <laughs> Where you you break and then you go. Yeah, or just go yourself. into the curb and go over the thing. The bike stays there. And you yeah, you just it. flip over the bars. Yeah, but uh, I, I was carrying my lock, my cable lock with a with a. Um, what do they call a master lock type of padlock? The padlock mm-hmm. in the middle of my chest and Ooh. went flat onto that. Oh, yeah, and uh, so immediately it was like, "Ooh, this this joke didn't go the way yeah, I wanted." That sucks. But I don't know. I got. I've fortunately have not had any massive. Oh, I got knock on wood again. I've had three concussions, and I tore my ACL. It's all football related. Oh, old Jack. That all sucked. Jack injuries. Yeah, but nothing nothing severe since then. No, yeah, like two two sprained knees, stitches, yeah. all, mm-hmm. bi- all bike stuff. Yeah. Look at that now. It's a nice that's, little little kiss there. Yeah, that's from going over the bars. Hmm. All right, what else we got? Who, who you got here? Um, Not to mention whatever liver damage or anything that's going on. Noah Nelson asked, Kyle, I like the sauce and I like bikes, but I think one passion is inhibiting the other. My stamina sucks. Any tips? Well, you just got to quit riding bikes. Oh, man. Oh, I, you know what? I am going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's nights where, like, if I, if I like, I, I rode Monday, I rode Tuesday, today's Wednesday, I took today off, but it's because I went out last night, mm-hmm. and I feel a little bad. <laughs> I mean, I did. I had fun and went out, but I got drunk, and I was like, you know what? I was having so much fun riding bikes. I... I it, I had guilt last night. That was the first time I was out. Like I kind of want to go, and then I was with friends. Like I have one more. I was like, all right, but mm-hmm. I didn't, and I was like a little upset that I didn't have the self control, at least to just not drink, mm. like to not sit there with a drink in my hand the whole time. Yeah, yeah. My stamina is garbage, uh, as my uh, good friend Kevin, who was a ex pro who I ride with, he's like, you got to do interval training. Yeah, which I don't. That stuff. Big I bought a jump rope. That's, I bought a jump rope. I don't jump rope, but I bought a jump rope. I have First it. Step. It's in my backpack when I travel and occasionally in the room I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But also, what are you trying to do with the bikes? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to go fast, then yeah, you're in trouble. You got to quit drinking. You got to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Mountain biking's easy. I'm not trying to go fast up there. I let four people pass me up. Old guys, old guys pass me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Pull over them, sweating, dry heaving. I want to go downhill. That's the fun part. Hmm. But if you're trying to be an athlete, yeah, the the yeah, the booze. Yeah, it's hard to juggle both. Booze has to go, man. Uh, Noah also asked Dave thoughts on Sturgill's new single. Sturgill Simpson has a new uh, song out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's actually the uh, the theme song to that new movie, uh, Dead Don't Die. With uh, Bill Murray and Adam Driver. Oh, uh, no, I didn't see. I read about it. It looks good. Um, But yeah, the name of the song is The Dead Don't Die. And it's kind of double meaning. You know, it fits the title of a a, uh, zombie flick, but it's more of a... I love the song, by the way. I've listened to it 50 times since he released it. It's it's just perfect 
country music. It's yeah. just like if aliens came down and said, "What is country music?" I would just play him the song. It's just <laughs> perfect. I want to know what aliens slow temple temple tempo. Listen, uh, classic. We've we've, we've, uh, we've uh, traversed the universe. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what country music <laughs> is? It's so good though. But yeah, Sturgill Simpson, the dead don't die. So it's it's not. I I don't know if it's going to be on his upcoming album. I, I'm assuming it's just available on the soundtrack of the movie, but it is um, the single is available on uh, at least I have Google Play. I don't know if it's on Spotify or anything. I'm assuming it might be, but uh, and I think they uh, it's also on YouTube if you want to look that up for right. fans of Sturgill. Dead Don't Die, great song. What else we got? Uh, Brad Burns, which I thought was a play on Bad Brains. Brad Burns. <laughs> Kyle, electric or gas RC cars? I just do electric. I barely know what I'm doing. I'm not trying to tinker with gas. Also, they're noisy, and I live in a neighborhood. Hmm. Um, Brad Burns, question for Dave. Going on a 10-day camping road trip with wife and kids, any campfire recipes? Some parks have a no-fire policy. Do you think a Coleman camp stove is worth the money? Um, I just have a backpacking thing, so I dump the... That's the one where you just heat the water, mm-hmm. boil water to pour in a bag and get that stuff. Yeah. But that's all very high caloric. Like, it's assuming you just hiked and need the calories yeah. or will be. Yeah, I don't really have campfire recipes. If I'm camping and I'm cooking, I just I bring my cast iron skillet and it's just steaks and burgers and dogs. and you know. <clears throat> Those stoves, I mean, I go out with Orvidal and he's got one of those uh, stoves. And my buddy Kevin, like they, that's it's you're dealing with just a propane burner stove. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I mean, as far as make sure to put if you pack eggs, make sure to put an extra like handkerchief in with the eggs because mm-hmm. they're still going to jostle around even if even if you got the hard shell mm-hmm. travel egg container, they still mm-hmm. bounce around and yeah. they'll break. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of like the thing I hate with camp is like then you look at a cooler and it's all just. Half-filled bottles of relish and ketchup—it's just all <laughs> nasty and shit. You know what I love though? I'm better off. Steve. If you need if you need condiments for dogs and burgers, grab a handful of them at a fast food place. Great, great point. That's what they're not accidentally opening yeah. in the in the cooler and like that gross cooler water mm-hmm. of like that greasy condiment polluted yeah. cooler water. I love uh, campfire breakfast. I love just. Yeah, throwing the uh, cast iron skillet in the fire, making some eggs and bacon. First meal of day after sleeping outdoors, yeah. canned I, biscuits. I get, it. Mm. I get it. I was I was taking stock of all my camping gear the other day. I'm gonna do some backpacking trips oh, yeah. this summer. I've been nice. talking about it too long. Body ain't getting any better. Body ain't getting younger. <laughs> uh, let's see what what uh, I saw one. Hey Tom, just Tom. He said, "Hey guys, serious question here. How do you deal with career burnout?" I'm sure you both get tired of comedy, and Kyle's talked about it on the podcast before. I sure have. What is it that you guys do to reset? Well, I just said I want to go camping. I was just talking with my handlers, my showbiz handlers, about mm-hmm. like, all right, I got my dates for the rest of the year. Let's not add anything. I got to go live my life. Mm-hmm. If you just do comedy, what are you supposed to talk about in comedy? Yeah. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And you can tell the ones who don't do anything but comedy. 
because it's a lot of you know yeah a lot of back of the room jokes a lot of airplane jokes yeah yeah airport or or like what's in the news like what did you see what did you read mm-hmm. that's why rich comedians they talk about the news or the world it's like well because you don't your life is not relatable anymore which i guess yeah. that's ellen degeneres last special is like called relatable on purpose because she just talks about what it's like to be rich and yeah everything. Like, yeah that's one way to handle it that's mm-hmm. a way to like lean into like yeah i get it i'm not on that level anymore yeah um yeah, I get like that's that mix. I do too much comedy. I'm like, I get sick of it, and I miss living my life. If I live my life too much, I miss comedy. Mm-hmm. I gotta get back. I gotta, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Just have these thoughts to myself? Yeah, they're they're worthless if I just keep them to myself. People I, gotta hear this. I shit. gotta tell them, <laughs> and I gotta make them funny. So I get paid. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's like anything. You just gotta find that balance, man. Like even and I, we may have touched on this in the last few weeks when during your griping and stuff. But uh, yeah, I was having. But I was having a month. We're both very lucky in that we get to uh, make a living. You, you more so than me, doing something we love. But that being said, it's still sometimes a job, and like, like I feel guilty complaining mm-hmm. when, like, oh, you haven't had, I haven't had a day job in six or seven years. I haven't punched a clock. I mean, I've done you know Uber and stuff, but like. And for a lot of people, that's like holy shit. That's amazing, and it is amazing. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm grateful for it. But like, I shouldn't have to feel guilty because I get burnt out or I have complaints just like anybody else, just because I'm doing a cool thing. It's a, it, it, it's. There's something about knowing, like, like how do you train your brain? Where like, all right, I know I have to be at work at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Monday to Friday. Yeah. That. That was my depression, man. That would make yeah. me nuts. Yeah. But there's also something to be said about like, oh, if I quit, that looks bad. I might never get hired again. Like comedy. Yeah. Well, it's great. But also there's like the fear, like what keeps keeps me motivated to write and everything is like, mm-hmm. it could just go away. You could just fall out of favor. At least with a job, like I'm going to have this job. Yeah. You got to pay. Even though that's not even a yeah. guarantee. Yeah. You got to keep the job. But the, the idea is that, like, if you do a good job at that place, you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. More or less. I know there's extenuating circumstances at every employment. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, I want to take some time off. Cool. Nobody's going to give a shit if you want to come back. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's. Yeah, I don't know. I like like that like the burnout of like oh I got to be at work at eight a.m. every day, but it's also like oh I'm gonna be at work at eight a.m. every day. I'm gonna buy a house. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> spend money on these things because I know more or less I'm gonna have this job, mm-hmm. and I can count on having this job, and mm-hmm. I can plan my life <clears throat> around that income. That's why I'm just I've just saved everything. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what if this? What if I lose my mind? What if I'm not funny anymore? What mm-hmm. if it all goes? Well, there's no guarantee that I'm gonna have a job anymore. Yeah. So the 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 ability to be like, oh yeah, go buy a house or something. Like, man, what if I just lose my shit? Yeah. You know, what if nobody gives a fuck about me? Now I bought a house. Mm-hmm. Now the bank's gonna take that away because I can't make, write jokes. Yeah. And then okay, cool. I've been doing this for twenty years. What job? Who's going to hire somebody in their mid forties? Oh, what have you been doing? What is this? Uh, what is this twelve year career gap? <laughs> I told jokes for a living, and I woke up whenever I wanted to. Yeah, and I swear, and uh, I swear. Yeah, what place is going to hire you? <laughs> but that's the trade off, you know. It's um, 
and I and I I wouldn't trade my position, but like, yeah, I hate I hate the idea of working a nine to five, and I'm sure people who a lot of people who do work a nine to five hate that as well. But they got a steady paycheck, mm-hmm. whereas I got a cool work when I want, travel wherever. I'm a comedian, and that's a lot of fun. But my income is by no means steady. Like I'm doing better now than I've ever done, but that's not saying a lot. But like, even with that, like it's. There's very little steady income in show business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like this windfall, and then you see the people that spend it because you're like, oh, I made it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to spend this money. It's like, you didn't, you made it this year. Yeah. What happens next year when you're not working nearly as much? I people get like, oh, they get on top 10 lists for comedy. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, guess what? Guess what you, list you won't be on next year? Yeah. That list. Absolutely. You don't get just moved down a rank. Yeah. You better take advantage of that heat. Yeah. So, well, well, I mean, a good, a good metaphor. I don't know if it's a metaphor. I don't. I'm too dumb to even talk. (laughs) But people throw out a metaphor, man. People think, oh, you're comedian, or I love how people think that success is measured by television appearances. I've done two TV appearances where I've appeared on national television, Mm -hmm. doing stand-up comedy on national TV. And uh, where each night after the set, after the TV taping, I went and slept in my van. Mm. So, like, there's a good, like, oh, yeah, you're on TV. Yeah, I'm still, I still Well, the van thing was a choice. Well, it was a choice. We still need to clarify that. But it was was a a choice choice in that, like, I, you know, pursuing comedy full time, I couldn't pay rent. So I had to live in the van. Mm. I mean, I could have got a part time job. Oh, yeah. Late nights, late night spots don't matter. The same way, you know, why does a 17 year old have however many millions of YouTube hits? And I look at it, I'm like, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But also, I shouldn't. I'm 42. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for you. And you see somebody, like, I, I, that's like when people like, that music's crap. It's like, it's not for you. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to get it. Yeah. So, I don't know. How to deal with career burnout? <clears throat> I should probably start talking to a professional. Oh, uh, I don't do that yet, but I think that might be in the future. Oh, really? Like not in a hang-up. Not in like uh-huh. a, not like a, I'm totally broken and I need it, but like, you know, how you try to change up your regiment to be like, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling great. Maybe I should start trying to eat more fiber. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should wake up early. Maybe I should talk to somebody that's not uh, in my circle of friends about these concerns and they could help me manage them. Because, hmm. yeah, you've, I've been bitching for like a month and a half yeah. now about stuff. <laughs> been having some not fun times on the road, and I've had some moments where, I, just in the middle of a set, I realize like, oh, some nights you're a fucking artist, and other nights you're just a birthday clown for drunks. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just a paycheck. Yeah, and I have a hard time uh, not taking those nights personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in my head I'm like, oh, well, now this whole show, should, there's a whole room of people that aren't going to come see me next time I come through town. Because that's the only thing I got going is like, you got to come see. I got to put on a show good enough that you want to come see me next time. Yeah, come back. Because if you don't come back, that's I'm fucked. Uh, yeah, our so, whole we depend on repeat uh, business. Yeah, well, that's how people are like, yeah, yeah, I just wasn't into like, man, that's the end of your career. Yeah, if you if you phoning it in on the road, that's the end of your career, yeah. and that's why. The burnout, burnout. I was feeling like Tacoma and stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm out all summer. I'm t- I got shows here and there. Uh-huh. Try and keep the keep the rust off. But man, that w- I was about like, oh, you're you're about to ruin shit. Mm-hmm. 
You play a whole city, you pull a whole weekend's worth in a city of bad shows. Why is anybody in that city going to come see you the next time you're through there? So, well, and that's a great point too, uh, for at least from a comedian or artist point of view, on how to keep things fresh and motivated. But fucking keep creating, write, create. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like, I'd get burnt out too if I was doing the same goddamn hour that some of these road hacks have been doing for 15 years. You know, no yeah. wonder you're burnout. Yeah, the you've lost the desire. You know, I, I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to that thing that drew me to comedy. I don't ever want to lose that. I mean, obviously, yeah. After years and years and it becoming a business, you know, like we said, things things change as far as you know getting burnout. But like, I still get excited when I write a new bit that I, that this this works. Yeah, you know, well like, that comes few and far between. It's like I've written a bit about everything right now. Mm-hmm. Like you look at your whole life, like. Oh man! Like, what am I gonna do? I don't want to write any more bits about food. Like, yeah. Gaffigan can do it. Yeah. But like, well, all right. Yeah. How? Yeah. Before I'm just hacking my own material, mm-hmm. or before I just sound, you know, you sound like the fucking Ramones. Everything. Which I know sick. that shouldn't sound insulting, but it's like, yeah. Like people love ACDC. How many people are buying the new ACDC? Absolutely. Album? Yeah. How many people are going to the ACDC concert to hear the new ACDC yeah. songs? Yeah. So you gotta challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta run the risk of losing people because like, it's not like the old stuff. Good, yeah, because I'm growing as a person. Yeah, you know, bands like ACDC doesn't have to put out a new album to tour and sell in a fucking stadium. Yeah, that's one thing I am jealous of musicians. Like uh, anytime you drive out towards the desert, you see all these billboards for the uh, casinos. And the entertainment that's coming. Oh, man. These those. fucking one-hit wonders from 40 years ago are still getting paid to do concerts. Like, it's insane. I don't know. I mean, like... I don't know who's going to these shows. Somebody out in the desert. I'm your to th- your people. I'm trying to think of an example, like, off the top of my head. But uh, who have I seen recently on billboards? But, like, like Mickey Gilly, like, for country music fans. Mm. Like, he had two or three hits in the late 70s. He's still playing casinos. Hasn't had an album in 30 years. Yeah, because you got to make a living. And if you didn't change or didn't adapt or didn't find some new avenue like producing or writing or something. Uh, anyway, well. <laughs> Kevin Allen asked Dave, what kind of turntable do you have? I got a Audio-Technica LP120. Uh, not the best, but uh, kind of a mid-level. Um, better than any Crossley. Crossley's like the starter turntable. It's like the, you can get one for 100 bucks, and it's nice if you've never had a turntable. You're like, oh, I got a turntable now. But those are just real garbage, like Beginner cheap parts. Beginner turntables. But uh, Audio-Technica has done me pretty well. Yeah, I think it was about 300 bucks. But, um, yeah, look into that. And you now you can get – I'm starting to I'm, – I'm nowhere near ready to purchase one, but I'm, I'm snooping around and stuff, and they got all these, like, really – like high tech, like twelve hundred dollars, sixteen hundred dollars for a turntable. Like, I'd like to have one, but I'm not going to spend. Why? That kind of why, money. why? Well, just it's like anything else. It's, I mean, it's like having a having a Honda CRV or having a Mercedes. You know, they're both cars, but one's built a little better and performs a little better. So it's like it's like that with anything. Yeah, it's like that with with mountain bikes. I'm sure. What's the cheapest like starter mountain bike you can buy? Like two hundred bucks. Well, yeah, I get. I I just didn't feel like. I didn't know like the machinery in a turntable. Like if it plays it at the right speed and the speaker's good. Yeah. No, there's all kind of moving yeah, parts. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my ass. It's a world I don't understand. It's all right. Yeah, bad mountain bike will break and you'll die. Yeah. Hmm. What else um, we got? 
What was the, uh, here? Neil said, "When was the last time you had good goat? And was it good for goat or actually good? What the fuck was that? All right, never mind." <laughs> I thought he was asking about eating goat for food. What oh, is, I see what he means. I see what he means. When was the last time you had good goat? Uh-huh. And was it good for goat or actually good goat? Like, was yeah. it good because you were eating some goat? I liked goat meat when I was eating meat. Yeah. I thought goat was pretty good. I, I could take it or leave it. The only time I ever eat it is like an Indian buffet. They'll yeah, like that's where you find it. Or like, or like island food, mm-hmm. Jamaican food and stuff. Yeah. And I've never been a huge fan of like lamb chops. I don't dislike them, but Man. it's nothing I ever crave. Man, I love some lamb. You chops. like lamb chops? Oh, I, I don't know what them. it is. It doesn't do it. A whole I think lot it me. was one of those or like a, a pal of mine growing up. His family owned a banquet hall. They were Greek, and so like we could always just like roll into the kitchen of this banquet hall and get like the good lamb chops. They'd right. bring them home with uh-huh. leftovers. Oh, yeah. Oh, lamb chops. Uh. All right. What do we uh, pick one? I read this weird goat one that confused me, and then I understood <laughs> it after a while. Sweet Jimmy T, what's the dumbest thing you chooch has ever spent the most money on that you still cherish to this day? Not an experience, an actual item. Mine is a $600 pair of roller skates. God damn. And then he said, don't judge me. You don't know me. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't spend money on things that much because I've never had money. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did treat myself. I don't know if I told you this. You were talking the other day about the, uh, the uh, noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. I uh, that's a wise investment. I got some real nice Bose noise canceling headphones, and I think those are the ones that might be the ones great. that I have. They're wonderful, especially with and I got uh, an, a cord that hooks right up into the the record player into the amp, so I can hear like. Are they, they also Bluetooth though? Yeah, they're Bluetooth as well. Oh, but uh, I haven't figured out how to Bluetooth it to the actual amp for the rec- for the turntable. But so I got one of the old fashioned yeah. cords. But so now you got. <laughs> The, the high quality coming from the vinyl and the, mm-hmm. and the turntable meets the high quality of the mm-hmm. great headphones, and it's nice. Like I'll just sit there sometimes and like like metal or something, and like I'll have the headphones yeah. on. Obviously, mm-hmm. and Katie will be like on the couch, like what the fuck, and I'll just be like, just like in a trance, just rocking the fuck if, out. If you travel, if you fly mm-hmm. a lot, those are great. Oh man, I have never had like the idea like screaming babies or loud or anything has not been a problem. You don't have yep. to crank the sound in the headphones to yep. drown it out because they're already noise canceling. Yeah. And you could just have it noise canceling, or you could listen to what you want with the no- man. Absolutely, totally, one hundred percent behind. Best purchase good, I've good made headphones. in a long time. I bought a lot of dumb shit. Uh huh. I got my cars. I got my bikes. Uh huh. Guitars that I can't play. Mm-hmm. I try to. I have fun. Um, most of the things that I have, I don't deserve. <laughs> um. As far as dumb, uh, probably the Jeep's pretty dumb. Even though I justify it by saying when an earthquake comes, well, and you gotta ha- you gotta have a car. Well, Why yeah, but have- I, be- I I told you I've been calling it uh, Melanie Griffith because it was a sweetheart till I got too much work done to it. <laughs> I look at I look at some of the at some of the mods I did on. I'm like, man, you did not need uh, most of this shit. That is funny. 
So probably that. What have you done mm-hmm. recently to it? Nothing. I finally got over myself. Okay, so you kind of got get, it where I'll you get want obsessed it. about things at a time. Uh huh. And for a while, it was the Jeep, so I wanted to get it all custom. And I was, you know, I was going out off road. I just haven't had the time to get out mm-hmm. off road. But I took it out for a month last year and was camping. And I wanted to, I want to do more backpacking stuff mm-hmm. uh, this year. But I want to get out to like Gorman. We went out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go, man! If you got a gun now, you got a gun, and you like the desert, take that Jeep out to those yeah. spots. We drove out there the one time where people were just like yeah. set up out in the desert shooting at trash. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should go. I, I was thinking about that the other day when I was in Joshua Tree. Like, should, mm-hmm. I, I want to go out in the Jeep again. Yeah. Climb some rocks. Get out there. And, yeah. Um, so probably that. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. And I, <laughs> but I do like But it, it is dumb. Yeah. Well, that's cool, buddy. Nah, good for you. I wouldn't feel guilty about having I mean, gas anything. mileage and pollution thing. Like, you got to think, I take a lift at night if I'm going to have a couple drinks anywhere or I ride my bike to shows if they're close by. I don't commute anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Cody Bishop asks, Dave, top five record stores you've been to lately? Man, I've been to a bunch on tour lately. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, Lunchbox Records in Charlotte, North Carolina is amazing. Uh, Found Sound Records uh, in Detroit or the suburb of Detroit. That's an amazing one. Um, I went to some place in Orlando recently that was badass. Let me see if I can find this one. Um, Oh, Gainesville, Florida has a great one called Arrows Aim. That's a good one. Um, where did the uh, Orlando one? Oh, Graveface Records in Savannah is badass. Um, what makes a good record store? Is it like what's there or just the vibe? Both. Like, do you like hanging out at it like a barbershop type thing? It, that can be fun. Like uh, I'll, I'll often like make talk with the, the clerk or the owner, and a lot of times those guys are real you know, uh, interested in shooting the shit. About records and stuff, but mainly it's the selection. You know, you want to go to a store where, like, a good sign, a sign of a good store for me is I, I, I didn't let myself buy everything I wanted. Meaning, you know, like, oh, if if money was no object, I would have bought forty records today at this store. Whereas some stores you go into, and I've actually experienced this, where like. Sometimes I feel guilty, like if it's a store and there's nobody in there and there's just the, the owner or the clerk. And oh, yeah. I'll look around for a while. I'm like, I don't really want any of this, but like, I'll buy this $8 record. Just I just to- bought two hats in Portland for the same thing because yeah. you could tell. There's always a vibe when you could tell somebody's like, our business isn't doing Yeah, well. yeah. When they're kind of just a little too helpful. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you like that hat? Yeah. It was like, it's made with all organic. You could tell they're trying to do the most Portland thing in the world. Yeah. With these fucking hats, that's made from recycled whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh, and it's also in we make. I'm like, all right, I'll buy some hats. <laughs> I don't need any hats. I bought some hats. Yeah, for me, a good store is like, uh, is it easy to peruse? Is it easy to shop? Like some stores have a lot of merch, but like they'll either pack them in. I hate this, by the way, when they pack the um, the bins too tight and there's no room to flip. You gotta you know, be able to flip. It's yeah, part gotta, of the whole process. Be able to flip. Some some guys will do the stores where they have like the bookshelf style, where you know everything's side. You gotta crank your head sideways and read the little bitty spine of the album. I don't like that. I like to flip through them uh, front to back. But and just just selection. Like I said, like a great store for me is like when I'm leaving and I'm like, a I spent too much money, but b I didn't spend nearly as much as I wanted to. Like, yeah, oh, there was so much shit I wanted. Um, Another one comes to mind, Grimey's in Nashville is amazing. 
But yeah, those are the ones recently. Uh, found Sound in Detroit, Lunchbox in Charlotte, Found uh, uh, Graveface in Savannah, Grimey's in Nashville. Uh, Atlanta has a couple of great ones, uh, Criminal, Wuxtry, uh Wax and Facts. Um, but yeah, and then of course, the, the, the king of them all, um, right here in LA, literally the biggest and best independent record store that I've ever even heard of, Amoeba. Amoebas. If you're ever coming through Southern California, if you're into records, you gotta stop by Amoeba. It's, it'll blow your goddamn mind. It's it'll amazing. Blow yeah, there you go, Carter. Go, go get some vinyl. Mind. Go buy you some vinyl there, boy. Um, Stormy says, Dave, have you ever tried peanut butter and mayo on a burger? Thoughts? I have. Kyle, please tell us about yoga with goats. I will. She says, thanks for being you. I'm saying she. I'm not sure. But she says, thanks for being you, you guys. I love this podcast. Oh, thanks. Stormy. Thanks, Stormy. We appreciate that. Sorry, I assumed you were her, given the name Stormy in the news of late, <laughs> but you never know. Uh, I have had mayonnaise and peanut butter on a burger. and Together? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if I've had it together, but peanut butter on a burger, I somebody was like, trust me. And I trusted them, and they were right. Yeah. It was great. It was like peanut butter bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It good was stuff. awesome. Like, don't. Like, it was just a little bit, but mm-hmm. fuck, that was good. The uh, I don't know if they still have it, but the Vortex in Atlanta is a big burger spots where the Laughing Skull mm-hmm. is. Uh, <clears throat> fuck them, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna like, man, I could see in your face that you weren't real. Oh, you're gonna say it, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just gonna say it. Yeah, fuck off. Um, but the vortex is solid, and they used to. I don't know if they still have, but they had one called the Fat Elvis or something like that, and it was uh, a burger with peanut butter and bananas, and oh boy, and I think it had bacon. Bananas. Yeah, because that that was that was Elvis's old sandwich. He uh, used to eat uh, fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Talking, yeah. Like yeah, they uh and they they grill them up kind of like plantains, like when you get plantains at a Cuban spot, they'll put a little uh oh, so put, no, well not crunchy, but a little bit of crust on the edge, you know. All right, okay. Caramelized. Peanut butter, baby. I forget yeah. how good peanut butter is. Yeah. And peanut butter jelly, just a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Love a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Fucking hell. Man, did you did you do this in elementary school like uh Whenever we would go on a field trip, a lot of times mm-hmm. we would have the sack lunch. Like it came from the school, so but like instead of going to lunch that day, yeah, they they and they were all sack lunches. Mm-hmm. But they used to make a like a peanut butter and jelly, and they would add honey to it. So like the peanut butter itself was sweet. Oh man, and it worked great on that cheap ass white bread. Just a mushy, <laughs> squishy PB and J with Southerners just trying to die. <laughs> yeah, it was great, but uh, they never had that. Like, well, they never really served PB and J, you know, in the lunch. I almost room. bought one at the airport last week. But uh, oh man, PB and J with honey, get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here, get out of town. And speaking of mayonnaise, by the way, any burger should have mayonnaise. Something about mayonnaise <sighs> and beef together in a I burger. Agree. I always well, I put agree mayonnaise, mayonnaise on the bottom. I agree with mayonnaise. Anytime, any place. I'm going to throw this one at you. Now we're talking about peanut butter on a burger and everything. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Slice of cheese in there. Never, never even thought of that. Have you had that? No, but I'm thinking does the reverse work where you're throwing a slight bit of savory at a sweet treat? Hmm. I don't know. You know, like when you get chocolate, but it's got like salt on it or something. You're like, yeah. oh, that, I get that. I understand this now. Cheese and peanut butter, though. I don't. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I'll have to try it. Yeah, I'll not, look into it. Like one slice, one slice of cheddar cheese in there. 
Victor Bernal, what was your go-to meals or food orders when money was tight? That's a great question. Uh, fried chicken meal at Albertsons. Really? Yeah, that just straight from the counter fried chicken meal. Yeah. Because it was tasty. Mm-hmm. Or Del Taco. I still go to Del Taco. As much as I fucking hate Jack in the Box, two tacos for a dollar. Yeah, man. That saved my ass many a times. There were times where I'd spend two dollars a day on food. I'd get two tacos for lunch, two tacos mm-hmm. for dinner. And those things <laughs> tasted like there's some about Speaking of cheese, they put a slice there's, of cheese in there's those tacos. Just straight up like they peeled it out of the sleeve. Not shredded cheese. No, like a folded. I kind of like that. It, that's like on saying. a better taco, that would really be good. But you know what? Like when you're eating something, you're like, I know this is garbage. Like mm-hmm. you can say that about all fast food. Yeah. Like, I know this isn't good for me. But like when you know you're straight up eating some, like if you found newspaper in it and you'd be like, well, yeah. <laughs> But you're like the flavor, like whatever disgusting science you did to uh-huh. make this. Was it John Roy has a joke about? We were both God because we both had jokes about like food should never cost below a certain thing. Yeah, but I agree. He, but he was, t- it was something at Taco Bell. But fit, fill in whatever place is like three for a dollar. So he's like, yeah. hey, and it's the way he words things. Is he's like, hey, whatever you're doing to that to make it three for a dollar. Don't do that on mine. <laughs> don't not don't do that to mine. Don't do that on mine. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like that just simple yeah. turn of phrase made it such a more sinister joke. Yeah. Like it's cheap because we're fucking them or something. Yeah. Like like oh John Roy. God damn yeah, he's count. great. Um, um let me finish this answer real quick, Victor. Right. Uh in terms of um meals, I've talked about this before, but one of my favorite broke meals that I was eating on the regular as recent as a couple of years ago. Uh, I call it broke folks, rice and eggs. Get you any, everybody should get a, uh, what do they call those things? Um, now they got like the Instapot, but just a rice cooker. Just an, you get them for 20, 30 bucks at Target. And I had this rice cooker and it cooks uh, all types of rice perfectly if you just follow the, the directions. Um, but I would cook up a batch of white rice. And then in another pan, I'd have a can of black beans. So I'd have the rice and the black beans going. Mm. Then I would scramble up a couple of eggs and throw some garlic and onions in there. And then throw all that shit in the rice bowl. So you got rice, black beans, scrambled eggs, sautéed onions and garlic, and a little mm-hmm. hot sauce. And I did the math back then per meal. Per meal was like mm-hmm. 88 cents. And it was a tasty, hearty meal. Like a yeah. big-ass bowl. Of rice, beans, scrambled eggs, onions, garlic, hot sauce. Mm-hmm. 88 cents a meal. There you go. That was Rachel was saying when she was full vegan, she was just doing like, she would do rice and beans with diced up peppers, make oh, a little yeah. Spanish bowl. Yeah, yeah. Rice and beans all the way. But yeah, throwing some scrambled <clears throat> eggs in there. Ooh, good time. Less than a <clears throat> buck, you got your nice, hearty, somewhat healthy meal. Let's get, uh, let's get into our, let's get into some Boogie Monster stuff. Joseph Flake says, have you guys, you guys have talked about MK Ultra before. Have you ever done a deep dive on it? Have we ever done a deep dive on anything? Well, that ironically, yeah. that is one that we have deep dive, not that topic specifically, mm-hmm. but we did like a three-parter on the Montauk project. That's that true. And it, yeah, it. it was associated with it. I mean, okay, so MK Ultra, that's the, uh, where they're. Dosing people with the acid. Allegedly, the the scientist who jumped out the window was part of it because they were like try, they were like trying mind control. Uh, Sirhan Sirhan claimed he was, uh, I think, one of the uh, one of the folks from that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, 
I think yeah, I think he or or, or the, or the theory is that yeah, or they were thinking he was part of it. There, there is that's. I'm, I feel cheap saying like I heard on another podcast, yeah. but that's the research I'm getting from places. Uh, that they think maybe he was really, yeah, because he was just kind of real weird and stuff. I mean, I, also, in the past, think about all the mental illnesses that exist nowadays that we can kind of diagnose or can kind of look at somebody and be like, oh, are they on the autism spectrum or this and that? But back in the day, before you knew what any of that was about, it's like, oh, this guy's like a living zombie. This guy's a Manchurian candidate or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, you know, I, that just that falls under the category of like if the government's doing something like they're doing like like yeah the government's fucking around with mm-hmm. stuff i'm sure they've made clones i don't doubt that they've dosed or done anything in the name of military superiority i don't that's one of those conspiracy i'm like i don't doubt like if it's the government saying like oh the government's done this to its own people I'm like, yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. when we act like all these atrocities that happen around the world could never happen here fuck that yeah oh just because they're doing a better job of keeping it secret mm-hmm. i think absolutely they've done their own atrocities here oh yeah dropped two atomic bombs yeah that was a the robert mcnamara i think it was in a documentary saying like if we didn't win that war everybody would have been tried for war crimes mm-hmm. for what we did there yeah um i don't trust our government at all like look what they've admitted mm-hmm. to doing and not to open up this can of worms, and I, but I'm, I don't know enough about it. But it wouldn't nine eleven would not surprise me at all if it turned out that uh, we were somehow involved in, you know. Uh, what do they care? Yeah, they government don't care about its people. Oh, so we had to kill three thousand our own people just to justify a, a war? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's they did it or if they just kind of ignored signs mm-hmm. or kind of let allowed things to uh, 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 not allowed it directly to happen, but we're kind of like, oh, we want to instill. Well, like what, whatever's going on with Iran, like, oh no, they bombed those tankers. Yeah. There's my like, hmm, all right. And I'm you know again, totally talking about my ass, but I know like they're itching to get in a war with Iran over mm-hmm. the read about like. uh Oh, it was a Gulf of Tonkin. Was it the one in Vietnam where they kind of they kind of allowed things to happen to get us involved with what was happening in Vietnam? Mm-hmm. Like they allowed some events to happen. Maybe not like fully instigated. Like, oh, this might happen if we're over here. If we're yeah. over here, like poking around, they might your, get upset. Tell your constituency, yeah. hey, look what happened to us. Now we got to retaliate. Yeah, because you need the backing of the people to do these things. Well, yeah. now they really don't care about that anymore. No, that's so. true. I mean, I yeah. It's for like I just what's the thing now? Chi- there, China killing prisoners to harvest organs for transplant. China, oh China, you guys are getting bonkers over there. Um, so yeah, they found out China's killing detainees, which you, they could just detain you for mm-hmm. whatever they want, and then they're gonna they straight up gonna part you out like a junkyard. They'll part you out like an old Chevy. So don't go to jail in China, anybody. Mm. Anyway, as far as a deep dive, ooh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of deep dive you want. They did it. Fucking <laughs> dive's over. Dive's been dove. 
Uh, here's a good one. Uh, Alexandra Honesto. Both having somewhat of a religious upbringing, were either of y'all into the book of Revelations? Kyle, do you always talk about the world ending? Does it stem from this? Were you into the Bible at all growing up? Nope. No, you, no. You I just went. I just went because you went. You know, it was, it was but did you retain anything against your will? Like, I know you didn't choose to go. No, but just did the you guilt. Learn? Just the guilt. Yeah. Just the Catholic. Uh, we're going to make you feel bad about things. Mm-hmm. And I guess subsequently, yeah, don't hurt people. I agree with that one. Yeah. But oh, what'd you do? Jerk off? That's a sin. You know how you're going to get over that sin? You're going to meet with this old guy who isn't allowed to have sex, and you're going to tell him privately. Cool system, Catholicism. <laughs> it well, um, he really wanted to know all it, the well, details. I've seen it summed up that way too. It's like, well, here we're gonna give you like you're born like that's the whole thing with fucking you're born with original sin. You're born with it. Yeah. So if you don't get baptized, I think there's something the Pope just like all right, unbaptized babies aren't going to hell because it was the whole thing. You're born with sin. How do you get rid of it? Well, you better come to the church and yeah. like confess. All these things that you didn't even know were wrong, yeah. we're telling you they're wrong. Oh, yeah. Ooh, how do I fix it? You come back here and we absolve you of it. Yeah. What a fucking built-in, I forget what kind of economic design that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, It's not planned obsolescence, mm-hmm. uh, but it's almost it's, it's, it's like, I, like a parallel idea. Like, oh, we're going to make you have like this phone, mm-hmm. but also the tech, we're, it's going to slow down and the technology is going to be, so you're going to have to buy another one again. Yeah. We're going to make you have this guilt, and the only way to get rid of it is to come to us. Yeah. Even though we installed it, yeah. now you have to come to us for maintenance. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, man, tax the fucking churches. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. tax the churches why, why already. Why not? I never understood that. You fuck. You want to see how power finally tax these fuckers and you see what's what's real really true about religion. Um to answer your question, Alexandra, uh I grew up in the church and I I mean it was really shoved down my throat and uh the only thing I did find interesting I avoided the Catholic joke to me made right yes, there. Yes, I know. Those. The only thing I did find interesting in all my years growing up in the church was the book of Revelations. And and I've never really connected the dots or even thought about it, but that was probably mm-hmm. my earliest um, attraction to, like, the the Armageddon and the end times and just weird shit. Because yeah. for some reasons, Revelations, and I I haven't read any of the Bible in 20 years, but, like, it was the one book that was like, oh, Okay, it wasn't so much about these parables and these stories of you know of spirituality and Jesus. It it was the most gnarly of like, oh, this is how the world's going to end. I remember like specific details. I, I can't remember the now, but like there was one thing that I always remember was like, um, oh, when this country invades this country, shit's about to end. And I remember mm-hmm. my dad used to talk about that, day, and I forgot which. Like when somebody mm-hmm. invades Israel. Because it says there in the Bible, like the world is the beginning of the end is when this country invades Israel. Remember for that moment when it's like the Bible interpretation is like the Nostradamus kind of stuff. Yeah, was like hot for a minute. Yeah, and yeah. that really went away. And we was like, "Fuck <laughs> you! You are trying to pull some bullshit." Yeah, I remember that one, like Bible prophecies and and Nostradamus mm-hmm. being like people had hard ons for that maybe like fifteen years yeah. ago, and it yeah. really like all around Y two K. Is that, that what it was? That is that helps. what got people going mm-hmm. about? Like this yeah. is when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now that now now it's no more prophecy. Now it's just like oh, twenty fifty is when they think all resources are going to be. You mentioned that the other day. I, yeah. I haven't heard that story. What's the deal with that? I I, I gotta look. I, I forget twenty fifty. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, let me close this tab about China harvesting organs. <laughs> but yeah, the Book of Revelations was interesting, and you know. Uh, who's to say any of it's true? Like uh, it's dumb to say I don't believe the rest of it, but I I believe in that. But uh, when I was immersed in religion and the Bible as a young child, uh, I do remember thinking, "Man, Revelations is some gnarly shit." Because it was just so interesting to think about. Well, that was my first exposure to the concept of Armageddon or the mm-hmm. world ending. Like, oh, it says right here that. Like and then I forgot. Like oh, there'll be a thousand year war, and then yeah. I don't know. But it, th- th- that was well. But the whole th- like religion's whole thing was you know be scared mm-hmm. and stay with us. Yeah, true. You know it's like homeschool parents. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous out there. You'll learn from us. Yeah. You know that's just religion is just a like one. God is a homeschool dad. <laughs> um. Adam Santoni. Hey, guys, do you have any good ideas for throwing a bachelor party for a friend who doesn't drink? Hell yes, man. Uh, High-speed go-karts are a blast. Yeah. Go see an IMAX movie. These are all things you can do a day. High-speed go-karts. IMAX movie. Um, Bowling rules. I love bowling. It's hard not to drink at a bowling alley. My sister went to one of those destroy room things. Yeah. Um, that looked pretty cool. Was it cool? Did she say it was good? Yeah. You just I'm go in and break the, shit? Yeah, you go in there, they give you a hazmat suit and goggles, and you just destroy stuff. That, that, might need, that might be what you need. That sounds fun. Okay, they're all horned up. <laughs> go wreck. Who says they're horned up? It's a bachelor party. I don't know. <laughs> or you probably got one guy in there who's already divorced. I mean, why are you doing this? Take yeah. it out. Take it out of the set of dishes. Yeah. Bring a set of dishes you got from your failed marriage, and they'll let you smash them. You could take your own shit in there. God, that would be fun. Um, I went to a gun range. My yeah. buddy didn't drink, so we went to a gun range. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, there's lots of stuff out there. Yeah. Go camping, take mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he just said not drink, not no fun at all. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah. I don't. There's. Drinking's a bit of a, or camping's a bit of a drinking. I was like, drinking's a bit of a camping thing. Uh, I don't know, man. There's there's lots of silly things out there to do. Yeah. Batting cages are fun. Yeah. You know, it's. I'm trying to think of a whole night. What do you go get a nice meal and then go, you know, those go, those go karts are fun. And it's competitive. You're with your buddies and you're all racing. So yeah. it's like, if you're competitive dudes, it's, but it's also silly competitive because nobody's like, you're not going to be a jock in a go-kart. Yeah. Man. I just, Go to the good ones, though. Go to those K-1s. This would be hard to do at Top night. Golf. Everybody's telling I haven't top been to Top good. Golf yet. I want to go to Top Golf. Where's that? There's not one around here. I just There's like one in Vegas. Putt-putt. No, Whoa. it's like a driving range, but you get your own. It's like a bowling alley. It's also drinking, too, uh-huh. but you don't have to drink. But it's like a bowling alley where you get your lane, and you're sitting with your buddies, and but just, I think the balls have sensors in them, so like they hit certain goals, so you get points for the balls oh. go at the driving range. It looks pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, it looks. Man, kayaking is fun. Get a. I know mm-hmm. it's hard to do at night, like at a bachelor party, but like spend a Saturday, grab four or five buddies, and y'all go kayaking down a river. Yeah, ge- yeah. I need shit. to know geographically and time of year affects yeah. these things. Yeah. 
Anyway, there's lots of stuff out there. What do you say? Robert Smith. Love your music. Uh, is a sit-down Mexican restaurant that does not serve complimentary chips and salsa worth visiting? No. They're basically the soup, salad, and breadsticks of Mexican food and should be free. Yep. There's different types of Mexican restaurants. There's yeah. like high-end Mexican restaurant. They might not do chips and salsa. If it's a basic, like, you you know, your number one combo, number yeah. two. Yeah, chips and salsa you should have. Yeah, you got to have that. Now, if you're going to bitch about the the quality of complimentary chips and salsa... You're on your own there, buddy. When I was in high school. But when they're hot chips, when you could tell they just deep fried them chips. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Yeah, dog. Love it. When I was in high school. about that now? My, I think we got to go get Mexican food after I this. would love to. My crew, we would always go to Mexican joints. There'd be like six, seven, eight of us. And there was always one dickhead who didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. And he would just, I'm just going to eat chips and salsa. I'm like, man, you're making us all look like fucking idiots, That's dude. for the table. Yeah. I remember this one guy in particular was always the same guy. Chad Stanley, he would always well, just come. that sounds like the name of a guy who would just eat chips <laughs> and, and salsa. And he was a great dude, but like just, nope, just chips and salsa. Like, all right, thanks, man. You make us all look like a bunch of... All right, let's throw this one at you. Tableside guacamole. <sighs> it's always so overpriced. I never need it. I love guacamole, but I don't want to pay 12 bucks for it. Yeah, why is it six more dollars just because I'm watching you do it? Yeah. You do that in the kitchen by yourself. It's the, literally... Literally one of the easiest things in the world to make. And then I feel like a dick if I'm talking while he's doing it. Let's, yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm not giving him the proper respect, but I'm going to watch this guy make fucking guacamole. I know how guacamole yeah, is made. There's not a, it's not a, there's no reverence need. Now you got to sit there and watch this guy. Yeah. Like doing his mini Benihana chef yeah. stuff with no risk involved. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm having for tonight for dinner? What you having? Katie got some Bledsoe's takeout last night. Okay. A whole bunch of brisket. How are you doing, How are you going to do that leftover? A whole bunch of pulled pork. I'm doing barbecue tacos tonight. Nice. Barbecue tacos. So what, are you, what flour, corn? Corn. There's this new mm-hmm. brand of like really good corn tortilla. It's not your standard flimsy street taco corn tortilla. Yeah. It's kind of a hybrid between You got to heat them first. Corn. You always got to heat them first. But it, have you ever had um, or microwave? Have you ever had uh, guisados? Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Yeah. You know, remember how their tortillas are much different? They're more they're homemade. They're a little mm-hmm. thicker. Anyway, there's I found a brand. I forgot the name of it, but they're in Trader Joe's and Gelson's. So anyway, I'm gonna get. And they have like green hatch chili tortillas. Oh, so good. Those hatch chilies, yeah, dog. Goddamn. So yeah, I'm doing that. Do you microwave them? Just um, do like the wet paper towel over them? No, I put them in the skillet for 30 seconds on each side. Boom. With oil or just to heat them? Just nothing. Yeah, sometimes I, butter. Sometimes I just butter. put it right on the stovetop, just yeah. on the flame, flip it over a couple times, do it. Make mm-hmm. a mess. But but I'm going to make uh, I'm gonna make some guac. I'm going to make some homemade salsa. I'm going to roast up some poblanos, some garlic, some onions. Oh, so you oh, probably oh. don't want to get Mexican food right now. No, I didn't, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm a soldier, man. You want to get some Mexican food before you go home and make some Mexican food? <laughs> but I'm so goddamn excited. I just got excited talking about Mexican food. <sighs> you know what? There, where where do you go for Mexican food around here? And I know that sounds stupid in L.A. Well, but sit, what I mean sit is, down Mexican. Yes. Yeah, there's be, not many great the, sit-down Mexican No, not the sit-down. It's just the taco trucks and everything are going to blow those places out of the water. But as far as sit-down, El Cholo's not bad down in Western. It's like one of the, it's like one of the older Mexican restaurants in here. Like way down towards Koreatown. Oh, okay. 
there's places down on Alvera Street, like which is the original street downtown, and yeah. it's like a Mexican village down there. Okay. And because uh, we used to have El Chavo yeah. over in Silver Lake, it's gone. Oh, that's right. Chavo's it was decent. Gone. It was good. Uh, we used to have um, Al Capoco. wasn't great, but it was Acapulco, right there. yeah, it was, was, it was okay. I mean, but that was like a but it was still, interstate, yeah, interstate cloverleaf Mexican. It was still a place where you could go and get you get an chips you get a big plate for a sensible price. Yeah, there's just not a lot of those around here. Um, Mexico City in Los Feliz is uh, so okay. so. Yeah, uh, I go to La Villita over here. It's it's gringo Mexican, they, but they got a lot of vegetarian stuff, mm-hmm. so I like that. Okay, um, El Compadre is decent. Yeah, El Compadre is not bad, but it, it, like, but again, you get like that's the like, give me the two crunchy flautas, mm-hmm. and that's what empanada, I want. Sometimes. Like the big plate, I want the big combo plate. Yeah, the chips and salsa, the big plate. What's no, your I, perfect I combo? It's a restaurant. If you you know if you Man. can design your own, pick three and rice and beans. I like a chili relleno. Yes. The 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 legit one, the poblano pepper stuff with cheese. Yeah, big old fat yeah, yeah. pepper. Love that. Battered and fried Egg with battered. cheese in it. Yep. Um, if I was eating meat, oh man, eating meat like yeah, like meatless Mexican foods kind of gets a, a little sad sometimes. I was cheese. thinking the other day we were in the Portland airport. They had a tamale place. I was like, you know what, tamales, I'm okay with them. I like a tamale. Yeah. I like it fine, but I'm never like, man, I wish I had a tamale. Yeah. I wish I had some mealy stuff surrounding what I want. I had a buddy one time who didn't know you're supposed to unwrap it from the corn husk. Oh, he's like these things are terrible. How are you supposed to fucking chew this? I'm like, well, you're stupid. I could see that being like, like we, you know, just somebody pulling apart their food right away. Like if you didn't show somebody, I could see him being like, <laughs> I I feel embarrassed asking. Yeah. Yeah, chili relleno. Uh, give me a chili relleno. Give me a cheese enchilada with the red sauce. Enchiladas, baby. Oh, and mole. Just, anything with mole. Mole. And, and, and just give me a good ground beef uh, hard shell taco. Dog, ground beef is so underrated in the world. Especially in a Mexican Ground beef burrito. I'll take the ground beef over the shredded beef. Oh, no. It's ground never beef. Done very you know, they're well. putting onions in there. They're putting oh. the spices in it. Some good rice and beans. Mm. Fuck with a breakfast burrito all the time. Oh man, I'm getting fucking hungry. Dude, uh, I haven't eaten all day, by the way. I'm back, all right, on, the, all right. I'm back well, on the one meal a day. We might be uh we might be shutting this down soon then if you gotta Chad Newsom asked Kyle, I was just listening to your bit about killing time on the internet at your previous desk job. What was your desk job? Also, Dave, thank you for putting up with me and my girlfriend. Fanning out in Chapel Hill. You were a lot of fun to talk to. I remember you guys. Yeah, thanks, Chad. And, Chad, you asked uh, Krispy Kreme or Duncan. I'm uh, a little insulted that you even have to fucking ask that. Krispy Kreme all goddamn day. Duncan Dick can suck my dick. Duncan Dick? Mm-hmm. Call it Duncan Dick? Duncan right Dick there. can suck my donut. Okay. That does. That still works. Duncan Donut fucking sucks. You've been into a Duncan lately? They're all pink and purple. Looks like a little girl's bedroom. Sprinkles everywhere. Oh, they make great coffee. Well, fucking make your coffee. Get the hell out of the donut game. You're embarrassing yourself, Dunkin' Donuts. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna even put my toe in this pool. Krispy Kreme right rules. I <clears throat> fucking love Krispy Kreme. All right. Give me that OG original glaze. Give me a glazed cream filled, not the chocolate icing, just the glazed cream filled, just a big old fat buttercream filled. Don't. Oh <laughs> god, damn it. Give me a big old fat buttercream fill. Good stuff. What was your desk job, Kyle? Uh, last job was closed captioning television. Oh yeah, so we just sit there and, and watch sit there it. and type over there. I had a flashback. 
because uh, we were at the bar in a Portland airport Sunday, and they were playing the World Series of Poker, and we used to have, like, that would be, like, if you walked in, talking about going in on a Monday morning, uh-huh. like, well, at least I got my job, and you'd be like, yeah, you got a closed caption World Series of Poker. I'd be like, fuck you. So you I literally quit. just watch it and type. Yeah. Watch these nerds sit in a circle, these rich dorks. <laughs> Sit there, and it's all the poker terms are still like that's a that's a two nut flop on the uh-huh. river, and I'm like, and there's nothing visually to watch, uh-huh. and it's so boring, and it's it's not quick like you have to time out like you would have to type what they said, but uh-huh. then you'd have to frame it with a shot change, so, okay. so it looks like you had to coordinate, and it was mind numb. That was the shit where you'd hear. People just, it was like an open air office, and you hear somebody just go, like, God damn it. I'm like, <laughs> he's working on a poker show. Just let him have it. Like, it was just, because you look at these, oh, just dorks. They're dorks. Mm-hmm. With their There's sunglasses. Such, just sunglasses and crumbs on their ill fitting track hats. suits. And yeah. they're just, they're just nerds. Have you ever seen the movie The Grand? No, I was trying to remember that. It's great. Is it? It's is it all improv? It's, Are they playing a real poker game? I was reading about it because I, I I want to remember what movie it was when I was watching that in the airport. It's on Rachel, but it's basically a ripoff of uh, who's the, I never know if it's Geist or Guest Christopher Guest Christopher Guest. I yeah. love all his movies. <laughs> It's it's a Christopher Guest movie that's not directed by Christopher Guest. Like they ripped off that mockumentary stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so fucking funny. David Cross is in it. Uh, Cheryl Hines is in it. Um, who's the weird little SNL guy? Uh, Chris Parnell. Oh, Parnell. Parnell. Parnell's Chris funny. Parnell. So good. And um, Werner Herzog is a character. Oh, really? He's an actor in the movie, and he plays like this German guy. And he's always he stroking a rabbit. He's got like a white rabbit, and he's got this real thick German <laughs> accent, and he's one of the players, so they're always like doing little interviews with him. And he says something like, I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he's basically saying like, I have to kill something every day for me to feel alive. And it's like <laughs> implying that he's about to kill this fucking rabbit. And it's just, oh, it's so I get funny. a walk. I, I remember seeing like a bathroom ad for it somewhere. It's great. And then, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to check the that grand out. highly recommended. But uh, yeah, I would, I would close caption television and it was, uh, it sucked. <laughs> I mean, but the, the place was cool. I'm like, there's, there's many worse day jobs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you get like, oh, it's a fun show. Oh, cool. I'm watching a show that I like, and I'm typing it out. And mm-hmm. It was with just cool uh, kind of 9 to 5, no weekends, or what? 9 to 5. Once overtime came in, and like around Christmas, like I would take all the overtime to the point where I was like, like was, I know that I felt, I know I put them in a place where it was like, overtime's available. I'm like, I'll take it, but I would work so much I was worthless. Because uh-huh. you're just sitting there staring like, just type, like... I realized what I was giving them for the like the overtime pay mm-hmm. was not worth it, but they were like, a coming, like, all right, well, if you're willing to do this, you need the money, so yeah. we'll let you have it. That's good. But man. then they had the like the new like the live closed captioners for like news broadcasts or sports. Mm-hmm. They would have their own separate room, mm-hmm. and those people were like the Top Gun pilots. Oh, really? Top Gun pilots. If Top Gun pilots were also weird Disney freak cat ladies, okay. Because they would have to lock themselves in there for hours. You'd see them like the comically large, big gulp thing. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to do this for how many hours? All right, we're locking in. And they would come out of there, and they would just have a look in their eyes like, fucking, are you, <laughs> you okay? Like, they just wear their pajamas. Like, nobody cared. Like, it's fine. You need that in there. Because you, you have to watch 
two and a half hours or three. Like, imagine watching a whole football game and having to, but also be like, oh, he passed. Oh, this guy, like, have to do that live. I never even thought about it. Remember, they got the closed captioning wrong. Yeah. Imagine typing out what you're seeing live on TV and having to identify who's speaking, having to know the names of the players and try and spell those correctly. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things like you never realize that the people do that, and it's a weird, bonkers job. Mm-hmm. Um, Trixie Emerson. Oh, she yeah, we she tunes in. Yeah. What are some things a sober twenty-year-old who works a night shift doing their free time? Well, as a forty-two-year-old drunk, this, <laughs> this question is a bit challenging. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the schedule and the extra pay, but I get tired staring at the walls on the weekends. Um, get outdoors. Go do some rad outdoor shit. I think everybody needs to get outdoors more. Yeah, well, that's what you were saying when you got here. You forget like how much, uh, how how uh, men, m- mentally balancing. Mm-hmm. It helps. I was talking to my mm-hmm. mom about this. Uh my, I got a nephew, Wes. He's seven. Mm-hmm. He's a cool little kid, but he has zero interest in being outdoors ever at all. Does not go in the backyard and play. Does not go ride bikes. He's and I guess this is how kids are nowadays. But he's yeah. glued to his computer. Look what you got to well, look what you got to compete with. But like that blows my mind. Where is like that natural child instinct? To go outside, run around, and get dirty. Does that not exist in kids anymore? Like, I get that you got all these video games, and that's cool, but, like, I had video games no, when I was a kid. it's not just video game. It's like, it's like a wealth of anything else. Yeah. You know? I just Any question you have, you ask the internet. And I know... So, I, I, yeah, I, I get caught in it, too. I get caught in that trap, blame, but instead of not going outside and playing, I just don't go to sleep, and I sit on my phone at yeah. night... Going down wormholes. It's easy for me to say this since I'm not a father, but like if I was a father, if I was a parent, like I would just be like, hey, you can be on your tablet or your computer an hour a day. That's it. You bored? Go outside and climb a tree, build a fort, ride a bike, hit a ball, do something. Get the fuck outside and get dirty. I can't, I can't conceive of what it's like to be seven years old or, or, or even 15 or anything nowadays. Just the idea that if you want to know, I, I, I again, old, old bands, people like, if I went to a, see bands and I had to go, like, you had to get flyers after the show to find out where the next show was to see more mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. There was, you know, and that was part of the event. Like, well, I might not want to go. There was one hotline that you could call that would list all the shows in the really? Chicago area. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, so for you the could week call or it, for kind, the month? kind of like what Jay Kroger does with the Comedy Bureau. Mm-hmm. But it was, a, yeah, for, so I think it would be like, I don't know if they would do it weekly or what. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you had to, you were forced to leave because you, that's how you found, that's how you got your information. Even yeah. if it was to get a book at the library, and then you'd ride your bike to the library, mm-hmm. you know. But, but, like, the thing with my nephew, he's seven, he's a little boy, mm-hmm. he's got energy. Like, he runs around the house and he acts crazy, like... And maybe he has too much energy because he's not going outside and getting rid of it. 
Like he's he's on his either his little i uh, what is what's the tablet called iPad? Yeah, I'm so fucking what it called I I pop. But uh, it's it, but he's got his little iPad. He's got a laptop. He's got all the video games. Like, you got games. You got TV. You got information. You got a question. You don't even have to ask your parents anymore. You could ask that. But like where. I just don't know. Like when I was seven, good, but granted, I didn't have any of that. But like, wh- he's got this energy. Like, why? Why not the desire to be like, hey, I'm gonna go in the backyard. And I'm gonna dig a fucking hole and sit in it. Like, I'm gonna do something. Well, he doesn't have any of that desire, apparently. Yeah, at seven, I was definitely in the hole digging stage. Mm-hmm. I, I, you could. Does he have get toys? Does he have any toys? Of course, he's got everything. But. He just he's an indoor kid. Yeah, I know somebody got their two kids and they just get every single toy. But when you get every single toy, you yeah. know you're gonna get more toys, so you play with one for yeah. a half hour and then it's gone. I was the opposite, man. You couldn't get me indoors. When mm-hmm. like in the summer, like if I were, if there was no school, I was up I was out of the house at like seven AM and mom would be like, you know, I would come back for lunch because I'd get hungry, and then I'd go back out, and like she, the rule was like, well, you better be here when the sun goes yeah. down. Yeah, but you couldn't keep me indoors. How much of it is like where they live? Is it? No, I, they, I, I yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't have kids, so I don't, yeah. I can't even. Uh, I can't he lives even in a neighborhood. The There's other kids he could be playing with. He's got a nice backyard. How much is overprotecting this? Because like I realized. I mean, my my mom's pretty overprotective, but I still like. All right, I'm going out on my bike. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know. Yeah. I'm on my bike. Yeah. So you just go and like, oh, let's let's ride further. Oh, we never went. You go to the, go to. I mean, also think there was empty fields and so there was stuff to explore. Now it's like I don't know where they're growing up. But like everything's just overdeveloped. Yeah. Like I try to think like, oh, where would you go? In this neighborhood, like, oh, everything's yeah. everything's built. Everything's just like. There's yeah. no fields anymore. There's That's no true. there's no creeks with weird shit. Tadpole like they just God, I loved it. Everything's just strip malls. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, what was that? That was all part rant. of like the free the free time the question. What are some things a sober twenty year old oh. who works a night shift? That well, that was the go outside. That yeah, was. just go outside. You know, start camping, start hayacking. Well, if you got the daytime free, uh, you know what. That's a good thing, like doing stand-up comedy. I do all. I love going grocery shop. Any kind of shopping I do during the week because yep. I don't have to deal with it on a weekend. Yep. You can go and see the movies. Yep. Uh, anything that you might be uh, annoyed. Oh, she's asking about what to do on the weekends. So. Uh, I get tired staring at the walls on the weekends. Yeah, I don't know. I don't join know a, to tell you tricks. Join a, a recreational league. Join take, a take adult a kickball team yeah, or take softball a team or something. I don't know. Play some beer in hand volleyball. Well, never mind. You're sober. All right. Well, who is these sober people asking us for advice? What? Come on. Don't you listen to this? <laughs> we might be drunk right now. Pat Lamb asks, Kyle, I'm a massive punk rock fan. Obviously, your comedy career has allowed you to meet and hang with some of your musical Looking heroes and standouts. That. Like, did anyone particularly blow you away with their kindness or uniqueness? Have you got to meet some of your uh, musical idols? Uh, let's see. Who? I, well, I didn't think we'd be palling around with old Rhett Miller. Yeah, that's cool. We were just hanging out, and he's yeah. just a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Blew my fucking mind. My favorite musician mm-hmm. was on our podcast, Patterson Hood. Patterson that Hood. That blew my mind. Yeah. I've yeah. been a fan of his for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm trying to think. I mean, now, like, 
I've been introduced to Brendan Kelly, who mm-hmm. I consider a friend now from uh, Lawrence Arms. They're touring with Bad Religion this summer. Oh, really? Yeah, That's and cool. and and he's just yeah. It's fun to talk to him. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, like it's felt like this is a punk rock thing. And when I was in, it, it's like, yeah, man, you just get drunk, no future, man. That's what punk rock's all about. I was like, yeah, you could be that. Like, what if you don't attach the music? Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, oh, punk rock. It's like, it's just because you wore a costume while you were being a dickhead doesn't make it punk rock. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm punk rock because I'm obnoxious and in people's face. Like, yeah, yeah but if you didn't have awful. that outfit on, you'd just be another dickhead. You'd yeah. just be a dickhead, yeah. but you think it's punk rock because you're wearing the right, you're wearing a band t shirt, you do it. Yeah, it's like, I just don't get It's like, yeah, you're just, you think it gives you this excuse to be an asshole. It's like, that's not what it's about. It's more about like the ethos, like, you know, it's more definitely more of a, a do no harm type vibe mm-hmm. and like fight for the right causes and so that I, I I say I wanted to be a part of that, but I was a dickhead for a long time. Um, but then also like yeah, just get drunk and fucking whatever. And realize like oh the guys that I know now like Daryl from the Bow Weevils, <clears throat> yeah, he was becoming a doctor the whole time he was in a band mm-hmm. when everybody else was just working dead end jobs and just smoking pot every night. That guy became a doctor. The other guy in that band is a principal of a school. Brendan Kelly was he's like yeah I was going to Northwestern. I was going there for advertising. He's mm-hmm. like yeah I know I have family. I, you know I got to raise these kids. Punk rock don't pay any bills. Yeah. He would be like oh it's selling out or this and that. It's like no no you got a job. There's full crust punk kids that just sit and beg on the street. Is yeah. that the ultimate punk rock? Yeah. Is just being obnoxious and putting bandanas on your and dog? worthless. Yeah. Yeah, I so, never understood that. I mean, some of those guys are tourists. Some of them, you know, I don't know, broken homes, abuse, substance abuse and stuff like that. I understand. But some of those guys, you know, some of them are just fucking tourists. Didn't you have, uh, didn't you have yeah. some, some punk dudes in the intro to uh, Loose in Chicago? Oh, yeah, man. Had 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 uh, that that never came out. Larry from Pegboy and uh-huh. Brendan, and had a uh, uh, CM Punk, a wrestler. Oh, really? Yeah. He was in that. I just like on a whim, like, hey man, uh, we don't really know each other, but if you want, you want to do this thing tomorrow? He's like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was him. But he was all like, we were all. I was probably at the same shows with him growing up. Oh yeah, about the same age, and you know, he was uh, a UFC fighter for a couple fights. And- yeah, I got didn't destroyed. go. Didn't go well. Huh? It got destroyed. It's like, yeah, this is this is real. It's not wrestling. I mean, I'm I'm sure he knew that. Yeah, but of also you're trying to take pack how much training into yeah because training for wrestling is you're kind of training not to hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the exact opposite. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's been watching punk rockers age is interesting. Yeah, to deal with like, all right, well. I need to pay for my kids' college and pay for this house for my family. And seeing how you know some of them cope with that or uh, cope, cope, adjust or die. You know, like yeah, yeah. you got to do something. Yeah, punk rock shit doesn't last real long after you're thirty. Yeah, it doesn't age well. Uh, speaking of which, somebody I'm trying to find who, but somebody asked. They said they saw you in the new Off of Their Heads video. Uh, yeah. How do you know them, and how was that experience? I got introduced to them through a buddy, Mario, who's actually the director of photography on that video. He was in a band called Madison Bloodbath. And oh. years ago, in L.A., he was helping out on a sketch at UCB, like years, in, in, the, in the single-digit years, uh-huh. I believe, of this, of this century of ours. 
And he's like, oh, man, you're Kyle. I'm like, you're Mario. I think we're like MySpace friends or something, <laughs> if that says it. And uh, he took me to see Off With Their Heads at a short-lived heavy metal bar mm-hmm. right by uh, where the old hot dog Thai food was at Western in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, right near the X spot, which I tell a story yeah, about. Yeah, that's a great story. But uh, And so I saw them there, and then... I just see them at different festivals, and I like them a lot. And then, uh, you know, start, you know, crisscrossing with people on the road or at festivals. And then he, I was telling this idea. I'm like, oh, I always want to do these, like, short films, but if you think it would work for a video, he's like, all right, do it. So that was kind of a version of that is what the video was. This is a version of, an, like, just an idea. That so I was had. it your idea? <clears throat> yeah, like the original idea. Okay. Like the shipwreck and everything. But anyway, cool. we'll check it out. Off of their heads. I like that band too. Go, they're a great band. You took them to see. You took them to see me. You took me to see them. Uh, where do we see them? Yeah. Over there um, near the Rainbow Road, Roxy or something. Roxy, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Jack Eisenhuth says, "Don't want to get too down in a hole or anything." Uh, but if either of you struggled with addiction, also, do you agree that there's way too much cherry shit everywhere? Well, let's talk about the real part of the thing. Uh, probably. Struggle with it. I've been pals with it. Um, no, I don't know. I probably drink too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. There's moments where I'm like, "Ooh, you're just bored, so you're getting drunk." Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also like, oh, in my head, like addiction is when you're hiding a vodka in the toilet tank so nobody finds it. And I was like, "Well, I'm not doing that." So, well, no, I probably drink too much. I probably drink too much too. Uh, I've thought a lot about this, you know, because especially when you get to be our age, and especially out here, everybody's getting sobered, everybody's mm-hmm. doing this and doing that. And I often think, like, you know, is that something I should do? Do I have a problem? And I don't, I don't know if this is justification or if this is legit, but I've never thought I had a problem because mm-hmm. I do quit often. Like, just oh, I'm gonna take yeah. a week off. I'm gonna take two weeks off, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's never bothered me. Like I, and I know that's. Like a cliche, like I can quit whenever I want, but like I, I really can't. Like I've, I've just stopped yeah. for a week or two, and it's, I've had no like, oh shit, I really need a beer. Like I just enjoy drinking. I enjoy yeah. the taste of beer. I like to have a beer with dinner. I enjoy a good, you know, whiskey or a Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm. But I've, I honestly don't think I've ever like had a problem in the sense that like, I now I've been like, you need to slow down for your own health. Like, you don't need all these extra calories, you fat piece of shit. But yeah. I've never been like, I think I have a problem. I think people get sober out here, and it's less like, I mean, I only contrast it with where I grew up in the suburbs. Like, mm-hmm. people there don't have to be like, I got sober. Because maybe if you just work and then you come home to your family, you're not going to drink. You're going to hang out with your family. Yeah. But here, it's like your life is every night at a bar. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's part of our currency, especially when you start comedy. Yeah, so like, there's I, no pay, but you got two drinks. I could see someone like going like this: taking a break doesn't work because every night I'm at a bar, I have to tell myself I'm not drinking anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's less of like maybe an addiction and more of just like I need to take control of my life. Every night I'm having extra calories; it's extra money. I'm staying out late, and then I'm driving home, even though I might not be drunk. I'm driving if uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they're driving home. It's like. I'm going to eliminate this thing. It's only going to do better for comedy. Yeah. So, and that's me saying that. And I've built myself on being this drunk. 
you're only going to your mind's only going to be clearer. Yeah. So, and I know that it takes me a it takes me a while after doing, you know, it takes me a while before I can go to a show like and not leave immediately after my set because I'm not drinking and I'm like I got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, after about a couple weeks, I've got like I think three weeks is the longest I went. Mm-hmm. And after about after about ten days, I'm like, oh, I can go and hang out. But also, when you're not drinking, it's like, well. I'm not going to miss anything if I don't stay here another three hours. Yeah. Whatever conversation, it'll be fun. Yeah. But so what? Yeah. I could also just go to bed and then not wake up at 1130 feeling like shit. Yeah. I.e. me today. Uh, I don't get hung over anymore. I'll take them charcoal pills. I'll tell you that. I, I can't tell you the last time I've been hung over and mm-hmm. I've I've. I've put in some work, you know, yeah. it's not like that I stopped drinking or like, I don't drink a ton, like, but like when it's go time, when it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, tonight we're going out tonight, we're doing this. It's fucking game on. And I'll have, I'll do the math the next day. And I'm like, I had 10 drinks last night and I don't feel great, but I'm not hung over. Does that mean mm-hmm. I have a problem? <laughs> have I developed such a tolerance? Well, it's also when you don't have anything to do, you could lay around feeling mm-hmm. cloudy as opposed to like, oh, I got to get to work. Yeah. yeah. But I rarely get hung over. Um, anyway, he also thinks that there's a lot of cherry-flavored stuff. Um, <laughs> like pick what? up any bag of assorted fruit candy, and there's he thinks it's the weakest flavor. I'm going to disagree about that. Here's a little uh, trick. <clears throat> Maybe it's the cheapest flavor to add to things. Uh-huh. Uh, when I worked in the old donut factory back in the day, mm-hmm. I ever tell you this one? Mm-hmm. You ever have like an almond croissant, anything with almond filling in it? Yeah. Almond paste? Mm-hmm. That's old pastries ground up because almond or chocolate will cover up the flavor of anything else. Really? So when like, oh, almond, like a lot of almond paste. A lot of, yeah, because that's how they can reuse old stock and that really? flavor will cover it up. Interesting. So maybe there's a lot of cherry stuff out there because that's the most economical way to recycle some other flavors because cherry trumps every other flavor. And so they're putting it out there. Just letting you know. Wow. And you know what? That won't stop me from eating it. Yeah. I love that almond paste. Um, oh, boy. Well, what? Oh, oh by the way, that was Joey Pancakes who asked about the off of their heads. Joseph... Flapjacks. Make sure, make sure Joey gets the credit for that question. Uh, Ty Bab, <clears throat> do you think robo spam calls are the human race in the distant future trying to warn of us, <laughs> warn us of impending doom? Interesting. Uh, that is a curious one. Um, how are they warning us? Then they're not warning us. What do you guys stand the line enough? I just get the I just get the pharmacy ones. Mm-hmm. I always get the overseas guys who sometimes if I feel like fucking with them, I answer and then mm-hmm. takes them forever. I told Jacob one of those guys to finally tell me, fuck you. <laughs> no. I, sometimes I'll just, I never, <laughs> I, I've done every, I, I do think it, it's a massive problem that I can't believe I can't sort that out. Yeah. Like you can't sort out robocalls and stuff. And I get all the pharmacy ones, like good dick pill guys. Mm-hmm. But I'll, sometimes I'll answer and be like, hello? Oh, hello, Miss. Hello? I just pretend I can't hear him. Uh-huh. I finally got one guy. I got him like start his spiel three times. I'm like, hello? He's like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I was, uh, but, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about... <clears throat> 
what if there is what if they're getting lost in all the robocalls? What if there is someone trying to dial in from another dimension, but now because of caller ID, we're like, fuck you. Scam like I'm not answering. Yeah. Every now and then I'll answer something and and fuck with them too. Like I'm not like rude. I'll just uh I'll just I'll just engage them and and like I'm just clueless, like, well, I don't know. Let me think. And they just create all these distractions to see how patient they are. Mm. Oh yeah, when you just keep them like, oh, like okay, let's waste, let's just waste time. Can I call you back? I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, uh, never mind. I'll just go right now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'm back. What? Uh. <clears throat> all right. What do we got here? We got a lot of. We're about ready to land this ship. You think you got any, you got one 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 last one each of us? Um, Savage Cabbage. What horror movie do you think you would be most likely to survive? Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, big stupid goofy bastard ain't gonna catch me. Ain't gonna catch me because I'm super fast. <laughs> I'm fleet of foot. Was it just him? We're talking well, about stuff I haven't seen. I've never saw it. I've You've never, never seen it. Texas Chainsaw. By the way, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. You haven't seen Texas Chainsaw. No, Chains- but for okay. some reason, I've seen the second one that had Dennis Hopper in it, yeah. and they were making chili with it. Yeah, yeah. I yes. have seen that one. Matthew McConaughey is in the third one, I think. Um, well, I thought he's in the remake. Well, I think the third or fourth one is. Anyway, yeah, he's in one of those. Mm-hmm. Not like a recent remake, like mid-90s. Yeah, okay. Watch the original. It's fucking great. And then watch the first remake, like uh, 2003, with Jessica Biel. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah? That's all I'll say. Oh, boy. The babe? She's an anti-vax babe? She's, uh, ooh, she's... She's anti-vax, she's right? She's queen of babe town. White... I'm- White tank top, get the fuck out of here. Isn't she uh, an anti-vax lady right now? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but you'll enjoy that one. All right. Well, we all know uh, which movie Dave would beat off to, <laughs> but we still don't know about survival. Uh. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so that was that one. I, I don't, you know what? Hmm, which one... Mm, horror movie what I probably wouldn't I always thought Halloween Michael Myers like he's scary but like moves slow he's a slow moving dude same with Jason yeah yeah like just don't go camper but then they changed it to where whoever killed Jason became Jason like then they added all these rules to that world I would love just for and I'm sure maybe I haven't watched all these movies I don't know a lot about horror but it'd be great if they just one of these villains just came across just a dude who just wasn't putting up with his shit that was I, this is a thing i was thinking about uh yesterday like think about early comedy that influenced me mm-hmm. i realized my sister and i we always watched like it was always, always black comedians mm-hmm. and tommy davidson doing a bit about if freddy krueger met black guys he wouldn't stand a chance <laughs> and that was i mean like we're like little kids but yeah. that was the one where it was like He's like, you know, Freddie rolling up on two brothers just lost their job, which is not happening. Like, <clears throat> you're like, Whoa, what's up, Fred? What's up with you, two bad brothers? 
Nah, Fred, I ain't in that shit today, man. <laughs> I ain't feeling it. Go. Go at somebody else. We ain't into it right now. <laughs> Take that shit somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> I would die in all of them. Oh, man. I don't think, I, I don't think my survival skills. I would like to think Friday the 13th. But then you're only thinking because you saw the movie, yeah. So you have the knowledge, yeah. I know what he's going to do now, yeah. So now you got to imagine that you have no idea yeah. that a weird guy named Leatherface with a chainsaw is trying to kill you. Yeah. So you don't know. Hmm. So you'd be like, "What's this guy all about? He looks interesting. Let's talk to him." And then, <laughs> ow, Dave's dead. Uh, all right, here's my last one. Ian M. asked, "Dave has been known to use the word goober." To describe people who are dorky or clueless. Oh, I've taken it on. And I'm personally fond of dweeb as an insult, especially because it's very difficult to say with real hatred. Dweeb to me sounds like um, dweeb is the kid with the rock collection nobody gives a shit about. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking get out of here, dweeb. I don't see your rocks. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other favorite words or phrases like that that work as insults, yet sounds silly enough to be basically harmless? It's a great question. I am fond of goober. That's my favorite one. Another one I've been trying to work back into the rotation is doofus. I love a good doofus. Look at this fucking doofus. Rachel's been throwing that one around. Doofus it's is always fun. just... I wanted to name our dog Doofus. Yeah. I thought that'd be a great name for a little dog, but Katie wasn't having it. But It is a good name. Come here, Doofus. Yeah. Hey, Doofus. Yeah. Dog doesn't know it's a yeah, bad name. Yeah, he doesn't know. I call, like... You have some good ones that, that you don't use a I lot, but jag, every, you know, jag every jag now and then around you throw there. One That's a Chicago one, yeah, Jagoffs, but... Uh, <laughs> Like any time I see guys like super into being on a motorcycle, yeah, like, oh, that's a good doofus. Doofus. Like, remember when like motorcycle guys were cool and now they just look like nerds? Yeah. Like it's t- it's still very hard to pull off like the suit, like the Harley guys that have all the Harley shit. Yeah. Like you're a dork. Yeah, take it. This easy. is this is you may as well have Little Mermaid shit. <laughs> Like, that's it. You found your one Disney character yeah. that defines you, and you've embraced it. Yeah. Uh, dipshit, I like. Yeah, dipshit I was throwing around. I love dipshit. Doofus, dipshit, goober. Uh, fucko. I like fucko. Yeah. Hey, get out of the way, fucko. Like a dummy. Hey, dummy. D- look at this dummy. He's dummy. You know, ding dong, dangling. Yeah. Yeah, ding dong's good. My friend was using trollop for a while. I thought that was pretty funny. Trollop. Look at this trollop. I don't even know what the actual <clears throat> a woman who has many casual sexual encounters. That's really, a I've been using it wrong, but what a good. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to slut shame, and so I don't want to trollop shame, but yeah. trollop is a funnier word. I don't know, man. I don't have anything. Fuck you know, face it's, is fun. It's a, yeah. Look at this fuck face. Shithead. Fuck stick. I used to work with a guy color right. Look at his fuck stick. I throw turd around a lot. Turd's good. I love turd. Turd. Yeah, it's fucking turd. You're trying to swear less. Yeah. Why? I well, love, I lo- love cussing. It loses its meaning. Hey, you say dirty words. Hey, I tell you that story. You say, right? you say dirty words. First day of seventh grade. Hey, you say dirty words. I say them all, man. I guess. All right. Cool, man. Well, well thanks, guys. This was a lot. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about missing last. Yeah, total brain fart. As uh, I pick up and I'm crumbling now. I still think we're going to find it in your hard drive somewhere. Did no, I, man, I looked. There wasn't one. It'll be the lost episode. We gave it We gave it out to everybody. But, so we're uh, behind on episodes. Yeah. 
patrons, uh, sincerely thank you so much for the support. Um, get your Q&A most every month and uh, either a Dave's Kitchen or y'all Dave's Record Room. Y'all are sweet. I haven't decided uh, this month if I'm going to do a, go back to Dave's Kitchen or do another Dave's Record Room. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out which is the preferred one. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, regardless, thanks for the support. Tell a friend. Four bucks a month. Be a patron. Help support uh, our stupid-ass operation here. A couple of fucking doofuses just chasing their dreams. That is pretty true. That's what we're doing. All right. I love you, and the Lord loves you. The Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster.